Hallelujah. God is a good God. We serve a mighty God, an amazing God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to thank God for this opportunity, right? Thank my pastor for always relying and, and, and trusting and trusting um, this pulpit uh, to us. Uh, we are always humbled. I know I'm always humbled to come here and, and break the bread of life. Amen. Um, and today I want you to bear with me. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you only knew what preachers go through or speakers, hallelujah, to kind of put something together that you know that God has given you and to edify the people of God, if you only knew, but praise the Lord, I'm not complaining. Hallelujah. I want to talk today about this. I want to talk to, to you about how is it I can still believe? How is it that I can still believe? And I'm going to speak about that um, uh, in Psalms 27. There's two verses there that I want to go to, verses 13 and 14, that say, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord, NIV of David. The Amplified says, a psalm of fearless trust in God. I would have despaired had I not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, wait for and confidently expect the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait, or be confidently expect the Lord. <laughs> psalm 27, 13, 14 in the message says, I am sure now I'll see God's goodness in the exuberant earth. Stay with God. Take heart. Do not quit. I say it again. Stay with God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Every morning I listen to this prayer time. And this man usually gets on or this woman. And, and they give a little reflection before getting into prayer. And this particular week, they spoke about three choices one can have when in the midst of struggle and a persecution problem, when facing uncertain times, or where you're or when you're in the midst of a war. <laughs> you can either be fearful and worry, you can live careful, um, I'm sorry, recklessly and carefree, or you can choose to trust. You could worry. Turn blue, worrying. You could say, oh, let me live my life. Let's forget about all that's going on. Or you can choose to trust God. I want to talk to you about how David chose to trust him. But how did, the, how did this man, this flawed man, this man that messed up on God so many times. Oh, I love David. <laughs> oh, how did he was able to still believe in the midst of his war? You see, there are times, and I know that you've experienced these times, right? It could have been throughout this pandemic. It could be that you've just got a, a, a diagnosis that you did not expect. It can be that your children are going crazy. It could be that your marriage is in shambles. It could be that you lost a family member. It could be a loss of relationship, a loss of a job. It could be re rejection. It could be that somebody accused you without you doing anything. It could be that you're in the midst of a war. You might be facing one right now. You might just have gone through one, but you know what? You will go through one in the future. 
I wish I could tell you differently. But how is it that through all these overwhelming feelings, how is it that, that when we have no strength, how is it that we're sort of kind of numb? How is it that if we're, that we're going through this trial, it might be a short trial, it might be a long trial, it could be a trial that is so bad. How is it that we make it through? Oh, how is it that somehow we wake up? How is it that sometimes we get up and we continue breathing? Oh, I wonder, how is it that I still believe? How is it that I can still trust God? How is it that I can still stand and, and, and talk about his goodness and his greatness when all seems lost? How is it that I have not lost my mind? If you have the answer to this right now, when the next war comes, you'll be able to use the same tools that you're using right now to get you through this war with those tools that you used in the last war. Oh, Lord. How is it that we can still say, he still stands with me? How is it that I can still say that he is with me? And if he did it then, he's going to do it today. And if he did it yesterday, he's going to do it again and do it again and do it again and continue doing it on my favor for my, for my good. Oh, I want to share today a little bit if I'm able to. I'm trying to control myself here and glean from Psalm 27. How David was able and continued to believe God and trust God in the middle of his persecution, in the middle of his struggle. Oh, let's hear the advice he has to give us. You see, this psalm is, is an expression of two sentiments. It's, it's, a, it's a sentiment of joyful faith, but yet it's, a, it's, it's an understanding yet that, yes, we serve God, but, but it's this back and forth. When you see the prayer, you'll know what I'm talking about, of, of God, I believe you, but this is going on. I believe you, but, I, I, but, 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 but God, I can't understand what's happening. Oh, but he can still believe in the midst of his question, in the midst of the trial, in the midst of the persecution. He could still believe. Some say that he was going through, um, uh, his son had, had come up against him and was um, waging war against him. Others say that this psalm was written when he was just going through stuff, period. How many of you know that we're going to go through stuff, period? And David went through a lot of stuff. This was a man that he had gone through situations. But regardless of the problems, regardless of what he was going through right now, he still believed. This was a chaotic time for David. And we see the psalm and we see his cry when, when we read it, right? That he was being threatened physically, emotionally, and spiritually. This psalm is a declaration of a great God and a trust that I know that he's with me. That he's going to protect me. Oh, it's a cheerful song that he was able to sing in the midst of the trial and the problems that he was going through. You see, the main thing of the overarching arch, arch, uh, arch, right? uh, thing that I see David doing or, or, or what he continues to do throughout this psalm is that he continues to declare. And to declare is to make known, to explain, and to set forth. Mm. The first thing I see him declare is that he declares who God is. He declares who the Lord is to him. You see, 
he declares how God has manifested himself in his life and throughout this trouble that he finds himself in. Psalm 27.1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? He says he's my light. You see, David knew that he was a divine radiance, a divine presence. He, it denotes holiness. It denotes goodness and righteousness and power. And that's the Lord and the God that David knew. Oh, he's my salvation. Oh, salvation meant that it, he would be delivered. That something was going on and happening. But that David understood that deliverance was going to happen. Then he was the stronghold and the strength of my life. You see, the stronghold is not, it's not something that's holding you down in this sense. It's, it's something that you're doing, that you're holding on to God. He's your defense. Psalm 9.9 says, the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. I can hold on to my God in my times of situation. You see, that's a recognition of, of, of David to who his, his God was to him. I'm asking you today, who do you recognize God to be in your life? Who has he been in the past for you? How has he manifested himself in your life? Is he your shield and your, and your, and your shelter? Is he your peace? Has he been your power? Has he always stand beside you? Is he your provider? Is he your deliverer? Is he your healer? Is he your banner? Who is God to you today? You need to recognize. You need to recognize. You need to recognize who God has been through those difficult times in your life. Hallelujah. You see, because he was able to recognize, he was able to confide in the God that had been with him. And there was no fear because he was able to trust in a personal God, in a, a God he trusted. Hallelujah. So today I come to tell you, you, you need to declare who he is to you and you need to believe that. The second thing I see is that David declared confidence in God. You see, we also must declare in whom have we have in whom have we trusted? Oh, verse two says, "When the wicked advanced against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army beseech me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident." Hallelujah. Can you identify the outbreak of war in your life? You see, like I said before, we are going to go through wars. We are going to go through struggles and situations and moments we cannot even fathom or understand. But in those moments is when we've got to know that our confidence, like Pastor said, is not in a man, is not in a woman, is not in a government, is not in a vaccine, is not in a disease. It's in the Lord God Almighty, the deliverer of, of our lives. Hallelujah. You need to be confident that the one that walks with you will fight with you. Oh, hallelujah. You need to understand that he's got your back. He's got your side. He's got your front. He's all around you. He's in you. He squirts through you. Because the God that we serve is mighty and powerful. 
Oh, that's who we confide and trust in. David was confident in the God that even though war was breaking out, he was able to trust and believe. Confidence is a multifaceted um, word, right? It, it encompasses a, a lot of, of ranges of aspects. First is faith in God, certainty and assurance of one's relationship with God, a sense of boldness that is dependent not on realizing, right, um, I'm sorry, on realizing that he accepts you and I, we are accepted by him, and a conviction that our destiny is secured in him. Hallelujah. That's why we can trust and be confident in our God. Oh, I pray that we can declare that we are confident in him. Hallelujah. In the midst of our situation. You see, you like David, we must trust and declare our confidence in him. The next thing I see is that David believed, declared that he believed, right? That he trusted so much because he knew how to sort out the Lord. One thing I, I ask from the Lord, this only one I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in, in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of the sacred tent and set me upon a, a high rock. Hallelujah. Oh, my God, my God, my God. I'm trying to control myself here. This is powerful stuff. You see, David spoke about a temple. But it was just not only the tent that he was used to or the temple that, and, and, and the temple that he desired to build for God. It was that David knew that during those difficult moments, David knew that throughout those moments of war and difficulty, he can come before the presence of God. He knew how to seek the Lord. He knew that in his, in his presence he could dwell, that he can gaze upon the presence of God and hide in the shelter of the almighty Lord. Hallelujah. You see, it speaks a lot about a temple, but there's been some situations where we haven't been able to come to the church, right? This is our temple. And those moments, although difficult, I'm here to tell you that just because we haven't been in, in, in the temple, I pray that you haven't learned or, or you haven't been in his presence. Although, don't get me wrong, I love my church. I love coming to the house of the Lord. There is a sacred, this is a sacred space. It's special. Oh, but I pray that COVID, if it taught you anything, is that his presence goes with you and goes with me. Oh, I pray that COVID has taught you that when we come into the presence of God and we invoke his holy name, his presence is there. Oh, I pray that if COVID taught you anything, that I don't need four walls to invoke and be in God's presence. Unfortunately, although I love you guys and I, and I will take a bullet for you, oh, but I know and I've learned that it, it's not even about anybody else. It's about me walking into the presence of God because the Holy Spirit lives in me and he's in us and when we start worshiping and praising the name of the Lord, his presence is known to us. Ooh, hallelujah. Oh, it is when we understand that his presence is holy and we need to walk in holiness. 
his presence like Pastor V spoke this morning that we've got to give it all and let it all out before the presence of Almighty God. Hallelujah. That we open up the heavens and we open up his, his, his power unto our lives. It's in his presence that we find forgiveness, that we find safety, that we find a, a dwelling place. When we don't belong, we belong. It's in his presence that we can trust. It is in his presence that when chaos is all over us, that we can run to him. Oh, we think that when, that we think that chaos will be absence of his presence, right? It's on the contrary. When there's chaos, his presence is more available to us. Because he knows we can't make it without his presence. He knows we can't make it without his strength. He knows we can't make it without the in us and through us. Hallelujah. We need to go and seek his presence. David declared praise. Oh, the next thing I see is that he declared praise. Oh, the next thing I see is that he declared praise. Hallelujah to the one he trusted. Even during times of war. Verse 6. Then my head will be exalted above all the enemies who surround me. At the sacred tent I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. <laughs> oh, Hallelujah. David sang in the midst of the situation. David called out to the Lord in worship and in praise. In the midst of his enemies wanting to come and kill him. Wanting to come and destroy him. He was able to open up his mouth and worship the king of kings and the lord of lords. Because David knew how to be in God's presence. And when you're in God's presence, you're able to open up your mouth. And it don't matter the craziness. And it don't matter the chaos. And it don't matter the tribulation or the struggles or COVID or this or the that. Oh, we are able to open up our mouth and worship the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And it is in those moments that he then restores you. He gives you strength. He refreshes you so you can go forward. Oh, it is that moment when you begin to sing unto God. How many of you go to, around your house and you put on the worship music and you begin to praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, and you start to sing unto God. It is that fine moment between singing that you raise up your hands and something happens. You kind of lose sense, but you don't. Oh, and something from praise walks into the realm of worship, walks into the realm of his presence, walks into the realm of something different and something new. Oh, it is that moment when you go and open up your mouth and you sing, and you know this well, right? That you're praying and you're worshiping and you're singing, but all of a sudden, oh, there's this, this cloud that takes over, and it can happen in your house, guys. Not only here in church, it always happens here, but you need to get into the routine that it happens also at home. Woo! Where you, you lose yourself. And you begin to worship. And you abandon yourself. Oh, worship is an abandonment. It's a giving over. It's a letting go. It's a trust. It's a confidence in the Lord that you serve. No matter what's happening outside. No matter what's going on. 
No matter the diagnosis, no matter the struggles, no matter the situation. Oh, because you've learned how to trust God. Oh, it is when we open up our mouths and begin to sing. Oh, and begin to worship that we mess the devil up because he wonders what's going on. I thought I shut her down. I thought I closed her mouth. I thought I got her sick. I thought I gave her this. I thought I gave her that. I thought it was over. I thought she was down. But here she is. She stands tall. She stands strong. She begins again. She keeps going and going and going and going because we serve a mighty God. Oh, because we serve a powerful God. Because he helps us through. Oh, in the good and in the bad, I'm going to worship in the good or in the bad. I'm going to lift my hands. I'm going to open up my mouth. I'm going to give you glory. I'm going to give you honor. I'm going to exalt your name. I'm going to say to the world that you are powerful, that you are mighty, that you are real, that you are with me. Hallelujah. 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 Oh. Oh my God, my God, my God, my God. You see, I don't mind going through stuff while I'm preparing my message when God is going to show up. It's okay. Do it again, Lord. Do it again, God. Do it over and over and over again. It's okay. We're available to you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to God as long as I live. Psalm 104, 33. We need to praise and worship. The next thing I see is that David declared a prayer and a plea to his God. Now David was able to trust and believe because he knew how to pray. COVID taught me anything, it taught me how to pray. I knew, I thought I knew how to pray. I thought I took our time to pray. Oh, but being closed up in your house with your doggy and your best friend, it takes you to the knees of the Lord. Oh, we need to pray. You see, but this wasn't just any prayer. This flawed man came to the Lord in, 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 in humbleness. He came to the Lord to wrestle with God. Listen to his prayer. Hear, O Lord, when I cry out loud, be gracious and compassionate to me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, I've done that, Lord. My heart said to you, your face, O Lord, I will seek. Oh, do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not abandon me nor leave me, O God of my salvation. Although my father and my mother have abandoned me, yet the Lord will, not, will, will, will take me up. Oh, teach me, oh Lord, your ways and lead me, lead me on a level path because of my enemies who are waiting, are waiting to, to kill me, right? To not give up, oh, to not, I'm sorry, to not give, 
give me up to the, to the will of my adversaries for false witnesses have come against me. They breathe out violence. I call this a vacillating prayer. Yet nonetheless, David was pouring out his heart to him. And let's not all get judgmental on David. Because we've probably made this prayer too. We've said, oh Lord, help me. I need help, God, right now. Lord, I need you. I need you. you. I've been seeking you, but Lord, look what's going on. Look at what's happening all around me. Where are you, Lord? Where are you? Are you hiding from me? Please do not be angry with me, Lord. I know. I know I've messed up. I know I'm so imperfect, but Lord, you know. You know you've been my help. Help me here, Lord. Please help me. Don't leave me, Lord, because I feel really lonely just about right now, God. Lord, I trust in you. I trust you. Lord, uh, because you have saved me in the past, save me now, Lord. Oh, Although the closest people to me have left me. Oh, my Lord, God, oh, Father, Lord, but you say in your word that you will never leave me. Lord, make this way straight because it seems really crooked right now, Lord. Help me, God. Help me. Don't let those people hurt me, God. Don't let these people try to kill me, God. Oh, save me, Lord, because I am in trouble. I need your help, Lord. Each prayer of please sounds different because they're very personal. Yours might be looking a little different, but it's this back and forth between what I feel, what I'm going through, sharing it with God, telling him my feelings, telling him my sentiments. Oh, between that and what we know the truth of God to be, all oh, that and, and, and the faith that we have in him and the spirit reminding us that he's with us and, and the spirit reminding us, wait a minute, he was with you then, he's going to be with you now, chill out, calm down. Oh, it's this back and forth. Oh, hallelujah that he that, uh, this back and forth of that God look at everything that's going on oh but I trust you Lord I know this looks bad but I trust you God I know this may not have a, a, an answer right now but I'm, I choose to trust you God oh this might be ugly right now but I'm gonna believe Lord I still believe Lord I still trust I still am confident God we need to pray and plead unto the Lord and finally, David declared hope and counsel to us today. I read it in the NIV. I read it in the Amplified. I read it in the message. And now I want you to hear it in the easy to read version. It reads Psalm 27, 13 and 14. But I really believe that I will see the Lord's goodness before I die. Not when I die. Not in eternity, before I die. Wait for the Lord's help. Be strong and brave and wait for the Lord's help. You see, belief is a confidence, a, a trust, a, a, a faith in action. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, now faith is, is confidence in what we hope for and an assurance about what we do not see. Oh, but this song tells me that I'm going to see with my eyes, not my spiritual eyes. My eyes, these eyes, they're not 20-20 yet, but I put on some glasses and they work fine. Our eyes, we will see. What are we going to see, pastor? Oh, we're going to see the Lord's goodness. We're going to see the Lord's goodness. We're going to see the Lord's goodness because God is good. And it's not just what he does. It is what he is. 
it is not the things he does for us. It's that God is good, period. Oh, and the good thing about it is that he never changes. You and I change, but he doesn't change. Oh, Psalm 46 says, God is our refuge and strength, our present help in times of trouble. God is just good. And that's, he, he's good to those that live right, to those that are good, but he's also right and good and righteous and good to those that are going through struggles, through those that are maybe not walking where they need to walk, but that's okay. God is still good. Period. Where? Where is he good? In heaven? We know he's good in heaven because he's got a mansion prepared for you and I. Hallelujah. Oh, soon and very soon we will see the king. Oh, but it says here on earth. While on earth, while we live, you know, because we're always talking about the eternal and when we get to heaven and when we get to heaven, we're going to get to heaven. Just wait a minute. We're not in heaven yet. Here on earth. He's going to show his goodness to you and to me. He probably already has. You just need to be still and look for it. Hallelujah. You need to be still and understand his goodness and his grace and how he's brought you through. And you could have died right there, but you haven't and you're here and you're going forward. And if you didn't die, then you're not going to die now. And you're surely not going to die until he wants you to die. Bottom line. Here on earth. We can trust him because he's going to be good to us here on earth. And he says to wait. Oh, war will break out again. You might be in a war right now. But he's telling you to wait for his help. Don't get discouraged. Oh, be still. Watch. Expect from God. Stay with God. Be strong, brave. Do not give up. Don't faint. Oh, Joshua 1.9 says, Oh, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Wait for him. He's going to help you. Wait for him. He's always with you. You can trust. You can believe. Because the word of God says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not dismay for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you in my righteous hand. The word of God says, and surely I am always with you to the, to the very end of all ages. Oh, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Oh, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Oh, your rod and your staff, they will they will comfort me oh when I pass through the waters I will you will be with me oh when you pass when I pass through the rivers they will not sweep over me when I walk through the fire you will not I will not be burned the flames will not even set us ablaze you want more how is it that I how is it that we can still believe? Oh, I don't know about you. I've decided to declare. Declare his word. I've decided to realize and recognize who God is. He is the great I am. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the King of Kings. He is all you need him to be. I've decided to seek the Lord. Come hell, 
come heaven, come water, come whatever might come. I will seek his presence. I will go before him. Oh, I've declared that I'm going to worship Minister Carmen. I'm going to praise. One of the things that has helped my life since I came to the Lord at the age of 15 is that I would go into church and, you know, young people. They, they get all upset. They get moody and stuff. And, and there were moments that I just didn't want to worship God. And I just stood just like that. I'm big. I'm bad. Ho, ho. But the Lord had to deal with me because I understand today. I don't care how I feel. I may be down in the dumps. I may be in the pit. I may be going through whatever I'm going through. And one lesson I have learned that if I come before his presence and I open up my arms to him and I begin to worship even though I might not want to sing to him and I begin to talk to him and I begin to recognize him, he moves in my life. That which was bound is freed. Hallelujah. That which was broken is healed. That which was destroyed is put back together. Oh, today I've decided that I'm going to pray and I'm going to plead unto God. Even when my prayers are ununderstandable by other people. Even when you might think I'm fighting with God. It's okay. Let me fight with God. Let me do something with God. Oh, because he's going to bring me back. It's okay. He's not going to let me uh, leave me lost up over there somewhere. He's going to bring me back back. Because when I'm asking him, Lord, why am I going through this? He says, I'm building your character. Oh, my God, I'm going to fall. No, you're not. He's, I'm with you. Oh, my God, I am weak. No, because when you are weak, then you are strong. Oh, my God, I can no more. Yes, you can. Because I am with you. And he who is with you, who can come against you? If I'm with you, who's going to come against you? I've decided today that I'm going to pray. I'm going to plead. I've decided today that I'm going to declare that I trust God. That I confide in God. Oh, that I still believe in him. Let us declare today, Lord, I believe in you. Lord, I still believe in you. Lord, I'm still going to believe in you tomorrow. Lord, no matter what, I'm still going to believe. No matter if the heavens move, no matter if the mountains move, no matter what happens in our lives, no matter what happens to me, I still believe.